Welcome to this episode of Side Notes. Have you ever noticed how many times Jesus makes an I am statement in the book of John? Will you say, well, yes, but why do we need to talk about that? Well, I think there's several good reasons for us at this point in our church family life to talk about it. First of all, these I am statements, the seven that Jesus makes in John, they are an important feature of the Gospel of John. If we're pastors going to be preaching through it, if we're going to be reading through it, we have to understand what is going on with these statements. Second, they show how Jesus wants us to view him and to respond to him. This is Jesus saying, I am this, so believer, you need to respond to me in this way. And it's interesting that all of these I am statements are definite. Jesus doesn't say, I am a shepherd. He says, I am the good shepherd. It's absolute. And there's always a blessing or benefit or a consequence for accepting it, all right? If you accept me as this, this is going to happen. But if you don't, this will happen. Sometimes that's just implied. Other times it's stated. So it's how God wants us to view Jesus. That's why the seven I am statements are important. On a more practical side, these seven I am statements are the focus of our youth Bible reading plans, which means families, if your children are reading on the plan, a podcast that just briefly summarizes these statements, this will help you and equip you to talk about your, to your children about what they are reading from the book of John. Now, if your children have fallen off the plan and it's so easy to start out strong and then to kind of uh, weaken and then eventually stop reading the plan, this is a great opportunity to get them started again and say, hey, we have this podcast, let's listen to it together, and then start reading again in the book of John. Just jump to being back on schedule. It's not important to do all the schedule. It's important to keep on trying to read the Word of God. Or if your family is maybe struggling with devotions, you could use these I am statements as maybe the topic of focus for the next uh, week, for the next seven days, or for the next couple months. Maybe you just want to take one of the I am statements, memorize it as a family, find a hymn that goes along with it to sing as a family, and then just start talking through as you're rehearsing these things over the dinner table or whenever you have your family devotions. So... My prayer is that just a brief summary of each of these statements, it's going to help you to better study out the I am statements for yourself. This isn't going to be the definitive work, but it's meant to hopefully push you in a right direction and to see the value of studying them, and we'll see what the Lord does with that in the future. So the first time that Jesus gives the I am statement is in John chapter 6, verse 35, where Jesus says, I am the bread of life. Here's what it says. Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh unto me shall never hunger. He that believeth on me shall never thirst. What is Jesus saying? Jesus is saying that he is the one who completely satisfies any who believe, and that is the required action. I must believe that Jesus is the bread of life. And Jesus completely satisfies those who believe by giving them eternal life and eternal security. All right, We will never hunger. We will never thirst. There's never going to be a lack to the sustenance that Jesus gives us. By implication, those who reject him will keep on hungering and will keep on thirsting spiritually without any hope. 
a good hymn, I think, to go along with this is the one in our hymnal that's called Satisfied. And it says, Feeding on the husks around me, till my strength was almost gone, longed my soul for something better, only still to hunger on. Hallelujah, I have found him. What did the, what did the hymn writer found? He found the bread of life, the one who completely satisfies. John 8.12 gives us the next I am statement. I am the light of the world. John 8.12 says, Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Jesus is the guide to life guides to life those who follow him just like the pillar of fire guided the israel in the wilderness and so if we look to jesus he will bring us into eternal life he will also guide us beyond and through through our wandering and to the promised land by implication those who reject him they are the ones who are wandering in darkness this reminds me of the, the hymn, that second stanza to The Light of the World is Jesus, where it says, No darkness have we who in Jesus abide. The light of the world is Jesus. We walk in the light when we follow our guide. The light of the world is Jesus. Our third I am statement is, I am the door. John chapter 10, verse 9 says, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Now, as we've been taught by pastor on this passage, the door isn't something like we think of as far as it is a door that is closed and it's the only way we get in. The door is both to let in and also to keep out. It's the shepherd sleeping across the threshold of his his little uh, fenced-in area. And he would be the one who would keep the wolves out, but also through which he, this door, he would lead the, the sheep out into pasture to get the sustenance they need. He would bring them back for protection. So we see that Jesus, he's the one who provides security and sustenance for those within his sheepfold, which is those who believe in his name. By implication, if you are not believing and looking to him for security and sustenance, you are in danger of the thieves who are outside who steal and kill and destroy. I think of the hymn, He Leadeth Me, that third stanza that says, Lord, I would clasp thy hand in mine, nor ever murmur nor repine, content whatever lot I see, since tis my God that leadeth me. Jesus provides security and sustenance. He is the door. Our fourth statement, I am the good shepherd, coming quickly after the I am the door statement in John chapter 10, verse 11, where Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. Jesus sacrifices even his life for the welfare of believers. And those who reject by following another leader, another earthly shepherd, they have no protector, they have no savior. The hymn that I'm reminded of, is Savior like a shepherd lead us. Much we need thy tender care. In thy pleasant pastures feed us. For our use thy folds prepare. Blessed Jesus, blessed Jesus, thou hast bought us, thine we are. Jesus is the good shepherd who lays down his life for the sheep. John chapter 11 verse 25 gives us the next statement. I am the resurrection the life. Jesus says... I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. 
Jesus gives hope to believers because he possesses power over death and he promises eternal life. And it is to those who believe, which means those who reject him, they have no hope. There is no hope unless you believe in Jesus as the resurrection and the life. The hymn, Christ the Lord is Risen Today, that fourth stanza, which sometimes we don't sing as often as we should, says, Soar we now where Christ has led, following our exalted head, made like him, like him we rise, ours the cross, the grave, the skies. Alleluia. Praise the Lord. Jesus is the resurrection of life. We have this hope through him that we also will live with him forever. Our next statement is John 14, verse 6, where Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. What is Jesus saying? He says that I alone provide salvation for sin and reconcili reconciliation to God. Those who reject by seeking some other Savior or some other way to God, they have no hope, and they are still enemies. They have no savior, Savior. They are still enemies with God. Jesus says, I'm the way to a right relationship with God. This reminds me of a, one of the hymns that I think are actually our twos and three-year-olds are learning this quarter. Nothing but the blood. Nothing can for sin atone. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Not of good that I have done. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Our next statement, Jesus says, I am the vine. John chapter 15, verse 5. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit, for without me ye can do nothing. What does this say about our Jesus? Jesus nourishes and produces fruit in the life of the believer who abides or who dwells in him. Those who reject by seeking another source of sustenance, they cannot bear fruit. When we try, even after we're saved, to replace Jesus as our daily source of sustenance and strength, we will not bear any fruit. I think of the hymn uh, that our older kids are learning. Uh, I think it's our um, third through sixth graders this quarter. I need thee every hour. That's third stanza. I need thee every hour. Enjoy or pain. Come quickly and abide, or life is vain. Now in that hymn, it's talking about Jesus coming to us and abiding with us. And with the vine, it's the picture of us coming to Jesus and abiding with him. But it's that same point. If Jesus is not with me, if I am not with Jesus, life is vain. It is going to be empty and fruitless. So as you study through the book of John and you're reading these I am statements or as you're maybe working with your, church, with your children and your families to study these out more, I pray that God will illumine your eyes and impress upon your hearts these truths about our wonderful Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ.